listening to 66.6 Fright FM. Good evening, everyone. You're listening to Fright Fright FM. FM. The only horror podcast which will make you fall into madness. <laughs> All um, right. Well, that was good. Yeah. Um, like a bunch of H.P. Lovecraft characters, they fall into madness. The mouth of madness, even. We'll We're here. get to that one. <laughs> We're here to talk about Reanimator. Hi, everybody. We're talking about Reanimator. Reanimator um, the 1970s horror film i thought it was 1986 maybe or was, five i thought it was 1970s i always get the vibe that it's 1970s maybe i'm wrong it seems that way oh yeah 1985 my bad okay it just feels 1970s yeah i i get that um and when the movie first opened i thought man this is kind of it feel it felt shot similar to like in the mouth of madness just a mm. bit for me which is weird because John Carpenter's name was as far from this project as possible. So far from this project. Um, but yeah, we watched the most, I would say, popular adaptation of this work. Uh, it's the most, I think so. I think most well-known. Like the, yeah. When you talk about Reanimator, you're usually talking about this one. Um, and And that's especially for a Lovecraft piece that honestly isn't that popular outside of Lovecraft circles? Like yeah. it's not, people it, don't know well, about it. Even in Lovecraft circles, this is I, from what I've gathered and videos I've watched, this is not one of the most liked of his works. It's not. Um, I think it is. Uh, I think it's like the first novel. Yeah. It's, it's, it, that he it's wrote. his first. And yeah. apparently Lovecraft, unlike Stephen King, uh, had a rocky, rocky little start with this one. It just doesn't feature a lot of his like, things that he's known for it seems yeah like yeah and and even just like oh there's no cthulhu mythos even apart from that there's just no like uh, the cosmic horror isn't a part of right there's there's existential horror with the with the concept of death and reanimation but it's thematically dissimilar to like everything else right Uh, every everything else that is popular right everything else that he is like well known for but yeah you won't you won't hear this brought up as much um especially even compared to the last one keller out of space which we did Mm -hmm. um but yeah you won't you won't hear this much unless it seems every conversation that i hear about it they are talking about the movie yeah reanimator they're not talking about the story reanimator um and you've read the reanimator story I've read it, but it was a while off, and it was it was my seventh grade okay. year, because my um, English teacher was really like obsessed with like Edgar Allan Poe and mm-hmm. like H.P. Lovecraft, so we we actually read a lot of horror stuff. Kind <laughs> of, we read, and I know the book isn't so, but we, yeah, we read. I know what you did last summer, and mm-hmm. all that, and um, so in seeing whether or not Lovecraft adaptations can be faithful. Would you call this a faithful adaptation? No. Okay. No. Uh, no. Um, just, uh, hmm. I'd say the thing about the reanimator, the reanimator novel from what I remember is that, um, I think one of the problems with it is you don't get a sense of really who these characters are. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you do understand that the narrator of the story, Herbert West, is deeply like fucked up. Um, but other than that, like you don't get much like character depth, um, and which is interesting because like. <laughs> Herbert West in the in this one just I feel like has such an interesting energy energy he, he's real he's a really fun character he's I uh, <laughs> should I have left a note <laughs> cat dead explain details later details later <laughs> um but I mean uh, uh, 
keeping the simple concept of there's a serum and it brings people to life. Yeah. Um, I think if I remember correctly, there's like this whole segment where the narrator and his Herbert and um, I don't think his name's what his name is in the movie, his partner um, in crime. Dan. Dan. I don't think Dan is Dan in the book and Dan doesn't have a romantic interest either. Mm-hmm. Um, they like go to the like a war and like start like trying to reanimate uh, like dead soldiers because like they're pretty fresh. Um, which doesn't happen in this movie at all. Yeah. Um, but again, that simple premise of there's this serum and trying to give, uh, bring people to life. Um, so this is actually, so this studio who did reanimator did two. So this is actually the second one. No, this was the first one. And then they did, um, from beyond, 1986. Yeah, that was right. All right. It was a year, yeah, a year after. Yeah. Um, it stars Jeffrey Combs. Yeah. It it has a lot of the same cast. Yeah, it has her. Yeah, and... Um, yes. So, From Beyond. Um, which is based loosely on the H.P. <laughs> Lovecraft story. Um, this one is way more sexual than... From Beyond is way more sexual than Reanimator. Really? Oh, uh, yeah. Like so much sex yeah i this movie is kind of i don't even want to know what happens in from beyond because this movie feels (laughs) it's like it's like doing that horror thing when horror was less mainstream like when horror is not occupying the mainstream it's i feel more sex focused than mainstream horror is right yeah no um well it with mainstream horror, it's trying to be sexual, but since it's mainstream, mainstream it can't be like can't, nudity and it stuff. Can't do nudity. It has to just be a lot of implications. But with like horror like this, it's just like yeah, but everything's off the table. And especially coming from like, I mean, the studio that made this was this cheap kind of mm. porny lower grade. You know, this was kind of their biggest success, um, along with I think From Beyond kind of got some some traction being it known as the people who made reanimator guys it's every time i see a horror movie with like these weird sexual elements i'm like was were they trying to cater to an audience where someone wanted to get a boner while they were scared yeah i i don't get it and i, I guess it's because I mean, we have different ideas on the exploitation of women right um what I feel like this movie's movie is is if um like a 1950s like pulp horror film got made in the 1980s and could get away with a bunch more. It was made into a softcore porn. Right, basically. Um I love this movie. <laughs> I think it just has such a weird personality behind it. Oh, I think it's really good and I love the strange comedic yeah there's just some and they're like really funny jokes too is the thing (laughs) like i uh, the confrontation scene get a side job at a freak show (laughs) (laughs) um and Um, a lot of that is jeffrey combs's great comedic timing and dry wit um i I can try and give a little non-spoiler version of the of the plot the plot um, I'm trying to think how important spoilers are to this story. Like, le- um, like you don't really, f- like you know everything. I, I I don't think at any point you are you are shocked. Maybe and one death. I feel like I don't. Yeah, I yeah. Don't, I don't think you see one death coming, mm-hmm. and you're like, ah, I didn't see that. All right. Well, we'll avoid spoilers. <laughs> well, I will. Let's just do spoilers. Like, spoilers, it's not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a it, deal. Like, completely different from, like, Annabellum. You'll you'll get enjoyment from this film. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. You could read the plot summary right before and right. really love this film. And still have a laugh, surprisingly. Yeah, have a laugh. Have a... Um, I don't know. Were you scared by this movie at any point? Um, Not, not like, now, but, like, you've watched it before. Right. So... 
I'm out desensitized to a lot of things. Same. So there, there's that factor of like, I just know how, because I've looked up basically every Hollywood standard of how they do a <laughs> fuck ton of visual effects. Um, the first time I, I mean, I, I got nervous at one point while watching it. Yeah. I was like, will our heroes make it out of this? Um, um, but like genuinely like being freaked out and like, ah, like a little jump scare. No, the, yeah, that's like, I agree. Cause I think one of the big things you need to be scared, um, is you need to believe the elements that they are giving you. Right. And when it's presenting itself as a scientific horror and the science is so it's goofy. stupid. No, it's goofy. Yeah. I don't think it's tried to be like, we're actually doing science, guys. Well, yeah, but it's also just like, it's making it hard for me to be scared. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, let's just get into it. We open in Switzerland. Uh, yeah, the Universität Zurich. Yep. Um, and we get two people walking down a hallway towards a woman who looks... Very anxious. Yeah. Um, we don't know what's up. We hear some screaming coming from the room that they're in. Um, and um, my biggest complaint with this opening scene is they get to. The so, woman. yeah, they're walking down the hall and they get to the woman and they get to the door um, and they they start talking and they start banging on the door. And the ADR and Foley here is so out so of sync. Bad. <laughs> it's so funny, like he's like he's banging on the like door and the bang comes right the after. Movie that there was like ADR that was like to that bad of a yeah no after. it like was, was it was fine for the rest of the movie there was nothing um else that seemed out of place yeah I don't it didn't make a lot of sense to me why that happened um and. I feel like for a Blu-ray Blu-ray release of your film, you should try and fix that. Yeah, <laughs> but um, um, they just left it in. <laughs> yeah, and it's um, I don't know. Maybe they were do- because they were in Germany. Maybe they were trying to do it because it's a foreign place, right? And there's that like, I don't know, because of um, East Asian films, like you have this association with unsynced English. Oh, it's foreign, <laughs> right? I uh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, they burst into the scene. We see, uh, Herbert over, um, a body, which is screaming in pain. And yeah, the, the two police officers take him back and are like, dad, the woman walks up to him. It's like, doctor, um, the doctor gets up and is screaming in pain. Blood fucked up. Blood's coming out of his mouth. His eyes are bulging out. Mm hmm. And then his eyes just bulge out. They explode. Blood. <laughs> Blood everywhere. And the woman's like, you killed him. Close up on Herbert. I gave, No, I didn't. I gave him life. <laughs> Done it. And then the music from Psycho plays. Yeah, it's it's 100% the music from Psycho. It, it just is. Like, there's some, like, nifty little, dun, dun, like, 80s, like, synth beats yeah. sometimes that, like, kind of try and make it sound a little different they could have done something to make it a little more dynamic i i even think that they didn't even use the full psycho score as inspiration or plagiarism they just took parts no they just took whole parts from from that iconic dun 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 um so after that we're introduced to dan um, he's in med school. He um, uh, is trying to revitalize a body. It is, and he fails. He fails. And that that body's dead. Which Dan kind of reminds me of, like his kind of character character arc reminds me of um, the dad from Pet Cemetery. Yes, and that uh, you know the goal of like he kind of feels failed in a way because like he can't mm-hmm. you know save them from the brink of death. Um, yeah, that's, that's sort of, it's Dan's theme right here in the beginning. And I feel like they could have touched on it more, uh, cause this is really our only sort of delving into it where he is desperately trying to save this body. He, he is 
doing right. CPR over and, and over again. And the doctor's like, look, a good, a good doctor, doctor knows, knows when to give up. Yeah. Um, like you can't just keep trying to do this. Like mm. it's, it's not going to work. Um, so yeah, he has to, we learn he has access to the morgue. It seems like he brings bodies down to the morgue quite a lot. Right. Uh, the security guard is quite, um, it's pretty chummy with him. Pretty chummy with him. Um, he goes in there. Uh, Dr. Hill is in there with, I guess, another assistant doctor, it seems. Yeah. Um, he puts the dead body into the morgue and comes out. And um, while out there, he, um, while out there, he, uh, he comes out and uh, there's Herbert getting introduced to Mr. Hill, everything. And um, Herbert is laying on Dr. Hill for having no good ideas. He's like, yeah, you stole all your research from Dr. Gruber. Dr. Gruber is the guy who, you know, died in the first five minutes yeah. of the movie. Right. For, uh, sorry, not first five minutes. It is like the first two minutes <laughs> of, this, of this film. Uh, and yeah, Herbert is just laying into him being like, you fucking suck, dude. It's like, you, you know, in Europe, they call it plagiarism. And you, you're a you're a fool to think that it's 12 minutes after death <laughs> and he's that like the brain... six to 12 six to 12 minutes uh so yep uh, the next scene it, we're introduced to dan's girlfriend uh yeah dan um they're like making out and she's like uh, no no and then immediately hard cut to yes <laughs> them just doing it one of the best comedic cuts in history yeah. <laughs> um I just panned over to Daniel and my sister who was watching the film with us like, yep, this is what we're going to get for the yep. entire rest of the film. So they're uh, boinking each other um, and he's just like, stay. And she's like, I got to go. Most importantly, Rufus the cat jumps Rufus on Dan's back. Cat. Oh, Rufus. How, how? Rufus just like jumps on his back for a second and then leaves. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, I just have to imagine someone's holding this cat off screen and just, like, throws it onto <laughs> Yeah, <him>. probably. <laughs> like, how many takes are there of just them throwing the fucking cat on his back? I, I bet there's only one take because I bet his back was scratched. bleeding after that. <laughs> fucking scratched the shit. Um, yeah, Rufus interrupts doing it time. Yeah. And Jennifer's like, I gotta go. Dad's Not Jennifer. Dead. Megan. Megan. I don't know why Jennifer came to mind. Seems like a Jennifer. Uh, know. you know, well, the girl looked like Joan Cusack to me. Who's Joan Cusack? Um, sorry, I'm horrible at uh, names. Well, I'm, I'm, God, See, why am I forgetting looked, every? She looks Joan like Cusack um, role? she looks like she the girl. was in Adam's Family Values. Oh, oh, okay. Yes, as um, her, the blonde, yeah. Um, the blonde lady. The blonde lady. I can't think of her name. The Black Widow. Um, is that what they call her? Yeah, they call her the Black Widow because um, she's there to kill faster. Spoilers. Spoilers for Adam's Family Values. <laughs> A film that I didn't think would possibly need spoiling. Spoiler warnings for this podcast, but yeah, oh, I love her role in that. See, she reminds me of uh. The girl who plays Fran in the original Dawn of the Dead. Um, doesn't she look a lot like her Loki? Like yeah. I think it's maybe just because the short bobby kind of hair. Yeah, and, and that's kind of like her face a little bit, and definitely the hair. I got Joan Cusack. So we learned that her dad is, is the, the dean, dean of the school, and apparently Dan is not trustworthy. I I never got their like kind oh. of. Uh, it's like Dean Halsey is like a traditional guy and he doesn't want. So, so Dan and Meg are engaged. engaged. Yeah. They're going to get married when Dan's out of med school. But like Dean Halsey does not want them fucking. Cause he's a traditional, Cause he's a traditional upheld man. man. Um, and they're choking around and, uh, she goes to leave and opens the door and, there, there he is. And yeah, all of his Herbert West. All of his glory. Dan is naked. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, right. Uh, let me get changed. <laughs> uh, and 
he's just so socially awkward. Like he walks in there and <laughs> she's trying to like talk ease. to him. <laughs> um, and so he's like, yeah, I'm inquiring about the apartment. Uh, and, and he's show, showing him around and he's like, does this have a basement? He's like, yeah. And it shows the basement. He's like, I'll take it. And she's like, <laughs> he pulls out a wad of cash. <laughs> and she's like, oh, just really. So she's like, all right. Whoa. Like we need time to think. Well, Dan, are you sure? And, and he's like, I'm paying money. And Dan's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, Dan, Dan does not know how to think critically about situations. Megan's like, why'd you leave Switzerland? You know, like, wh- what happened there? Well, there was nothing else for me to learn. <laughs> um, and, and then we get, I think, after that is my favorite, like, when they're in the classroom. Yeah, yeah. My favorite passive-aggressive scene in all of cinema <laughs> history. So... Dr. Hill is teaching this class about the brain. He's showing them how to access the brain on a mm-hmm. cadaver. Um, and um, really good effects. This film has yeah. all really good effects except one. Especially like the stuff with like the the people cadavers. Um, human cadavers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll get to the cat cadaver. Um, but... Yeah, so he's, like, just trying to show his students, you know, how the brain works. And he makes this passive-aggressive, like, like, yeah, the brain can only be alive from 6 to 12 minutes. And in retaliation, Herbert <laughs> just starts breaking his pencils. <laughs> That's the funniest thing. He breaks one and then immediately pulls out another one and holds it at eye level. And waits. <laughs> and just waits. <laughs> Until he says something he doesn't and just breaks again. And he's like, and next time we'll talk about this. And Herbert West, Herbert, Mr. West, I suggest you get a pen. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Herbert blows up at us like, how can you be teaching like all this bullshit? And like you're filling these people with stuff that doesn't even make sense until it's they and then just real angry. And (laughs) Mr. Hill's like, fuck off. (laughs) He's like. It will be a great pleasure. Uh, it will be a great failing. You will be the greatest, greatest pleasure, pleasure I can have this year. <laughs> Something like that. Um. So after that, uh, <laughs> we get a kind of uncomfy scene. At, no, there's uh, a there's a dinner at the Halsey's at the at the Halsey's. Uh, and Hills there, and they're celebrating. I guess his lobotomy. Yeah. So like, Doctor Hill's been working on this laser. Um, drill, yeah. Um, which can be used for neurosurgery, and <laughs> uh, he like it, it got a huge grant for the for the medical school and stuff. And the dean's like, "Oh yeah, it's it's great." Um, and like the whole scene, Doctor Hill is just being the weirdest motherfucker towards um Meg. Yeah, it, it's it's uncomfy. Oh, it's so and bad. Then, and then Dan finally shows up to like take her to study. And um, he's like, one more toast before you go. And <laughs> he's toasting Megan. And it's just like, oh. He's like, oh, Megan, who becomes the object of obsession of anyone who falls under her yeah. spell. And I'm like, oh, Ugh, it's not? so gross. So then uh, Megan and Dan, uh, he's he's trying to put the moves. Yeah, they're the, they're studying and and she blows up. She's like, he's like, then what is? And she's like, it's not you. It's just you know little things. Like, why does he never have his door open? Have you ever seen him? And where's Rufus? <laughs> where's Rufus? And uh, this is the only like part of the movie that I just like hate. It's like the. <laughs> how long the finding of Rufus they scene do is. spend quite a bit of time yeah it's like this this could be cut um finally uh megan stumbles into herbert's room and opens the fridge and they're there well no the fridge is open oh yeah <laughs> the fridge is open good job herbert you're keeping your like miracle serum in there and a dead cat <laughs> um so she comes in, she screams, and she thinks uh, Dan is in the doorway, but... Uh, it's Herbert. It's Herbert. He's like, get out of my room! What are you doing in my room? room. <laughs> little nerdy man. <laughs> um, and Dan comes in, and 
<laughs> one of my favorite lines, and we said it earlier, it happens. Uh, he's like, or Herbert, like, was really good at excuses. Like, I, he, I don't think it's, I don't think it's an excuse. I don't think he killed Rufus. You don't uh, see. I think it's left up. We never learn truly who it, who, like, if it was an accident. I, I don't think he would have. Nah. Um, and like, I don't know. He didn't. I don't think he choked a cat. I it is in my opinion because Herbert doesn't seem like a like sociopath. I I, I don't think he I don't think he murdered um, a cat. I don't know. He seems pretty chill with dead bodies and he's chill with dead bodies because he's like really he's like I really want to bring people back from the dead. It's like a really passionate thing for him. I don't think he killed Rufus. I think he killed. Rufus. I think he found. I, I think he genuinely found Rufus. I think it's supposed to be implied that Herbert has killed before for his experiments. Uh, you know, potato, <laughs> potato, 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 tomato, tomato. I think it's low key kind of implied that he killed the doctor in Switzerland. Um, but that's besides the point. Um, so. <laughs> yeah yeah he's like i found i found rufus i i found rufus dead he, he suffocated he got his head stuck Dan's in a like, glass you could have left a note or something you could have called her <laughs> or left a note, note. <laughs> i don't think that would have been appropriate i was moving dead bodies all day how about this note dead cat explain later <laughs> it's <laughs> again his delivery is just so cold and just funny it it works surprisingly <laughs> well for this other seemingly what could have been like this dark, dark, yeah. dark film. Um, um, I'm glad when stuff that is Lovecraft uh, tries to leave behind. I, I don't think Lovecraft stuff is written in a way where you need to be like grimdark. But it definitely is kind of led to like be like, isn't this thing scary? Yeah, people try to do that. But I think when you're with existentialism, there is not just dread. There is existential, like, the other half of nihilism, which is just absurdism. Existential absurdism. Which it is interesting that both the Lovecraft adaptations we have watched so far have not tried to truly stay in. Yeah, they have their comedic yeah. elements. Color of Space less than mm -hmm. Reanimator, but still, again, there are moments that are funny and, you know, aren't, like, all... Isn't this so scary? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so later later that night, uh, after that, we hear um, some crazy uh, cat noises coming from somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Dan wakes up and is trying to knock on Herbert's door. It's like, something's wrong. And, uh, but the, he's not answering the door, so he tries to go into the basement. It's locked. Uh, then he has to break into the basement falls mm -hmm. down the stairs <laughs> and then we see the best effect in all of cinema history this effect <laughs> is so good it's totally oh not a plush animal that is attached to herbert um, and he is simply moving so it looks like the cat <laughs> plushy is moving as well it looks like like a pillow pet that has had the stuffing <laughs> taken out of it. It's, it's just so funny, and, and there's some interesting lighting though going on because like the overhead lights swinging, kind of like in Psycho in that one scene. Yeah, <laughs> um, in the basement in the fruit cellar, um, and you know they're they're trying to figure out where the cat's going, and. Uh, finally, it gets on Dan. Dan just fucking throws it. He lobs it at the wall. And they honestly, I don't like how long they spend trying to get the cat. I, I think it's just a little too long. It, it, well, that is another funny moment where Herbert's like, look out! And it's dead. <laughs> it's dead. And he's like, just starts maniacally laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it's so Herbert's funny. such a weirdo. It's so great. <laughs> Look out! <laughs> um, so then uh, Herbert is explaining to him, like, listen, 
this is what I'm doing. This is what my research is about. I'm trying to bring dead corpses back. Um, and uh, this is a lot for Dan to take in. He's like, I don't believe you. Yeah, he's so never you, dead. Yeah, you just reduced his vital signs. And he's like, well, I'll bring him back again. Well, no, <laughs> he, he specifically goes, is he dead now? And yeah, takes he... the body and slams it against. <laughs> you agree that it's, it's dead. dead now. Bam! <laughs> uh, takes uh, some of the serum and uh, puts it into the cat. <laughs> And the cat starts wailing. This animat I think it's an animatronic or puppet. I think it's a puppet. Because the mouth looked a bit like a right. puppet. Um, again, everything done with this cat is just not good. Uh, <laughs> the, the, so he's like, why is it screaming? And he's like, birth is painful. Birth is not painful for the thing getting birthed. <laughs> um, y- yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh, Herbert, you witty motherfucker. You, you weirdo. <laughs> um, so it's, yeah, it's like fucking wailing in pain because it's like its whole fucking like. Yeah, its stomach, stomach is, is out. out. <laughs> and fucking Megan comes down and is like, what the fuck? <laughs> Dan's like, oh, Megan, it's fine. <laughs> um, so then Dan goes to her father is like, listen, this is like this great discovery. It's real stuff. And like. I don't know. I find him like his like off-putting comments a little weird. It's like give him a shot. Yeah, it doesn't make sense that he he just like he's like Herbert West is uh crazy. You and I guess he's going him. off of Dr. Hill's word, but like you're the fiance of your daughter is saying that you can bring people back to life and you're not even going to entertain the idea. Right. Like I feel like I feel like that's dumb on your part. <laughs> but yeah, he's very uh like no, like it's not a thing. You're like I knew Herbert was crazy. I didn't think he would get to you. I should have known when you accepted him to live in your own place. <laughs> so, to sneak Herbert into the morgue to try and do uh experiments on the dead victims. They pretend Herbert's a cadaver. <laughs> and the cop nearly catches them. And he's like, ah, oh, you don't want to see it. You got my lunch under there? And he's like, yeah, it's a meatball, meatball. that got run over by a semi. <laughs> uh, he's like, ah, oh, I'm going to go get some, some coffee. coffee. <laughs> Watch, just check if anyone comes in. So they they go up to the, the, the dead body and our... our are trying to find well actually first off they're trying to find a body that is, is suitable and uh isn't charred or uh, or like it it seems like they're looking for a body that's in the best condition possible which makes it seem like cuz like they kill the cat the, the they kill the cat but they're still able to bring right. it back so like and, and I think his my, theory is that the fresher it is, the less violent they are, it seems. I, I, I think he's trying to figure that out. Like, if that has anything to do with it. Um, I don't know. It's part of my thing with the shoddy science. It's like, well, if something died, there, it can't right. It can't live again. Right, right, right. Like, the um, issue isn't that it's just dead. It's that something killed it. Right. Um, so, finally, they find this body, um, and they put 15 cc in it. Yeah, they put 15 cc's of the serum. Which is... Apparent. The serum, which is just straight up, like, glow stick I liquid. Lo- no, but I love the look of it. Yeah. It gives, like, this weird, like, just otherworldliness look to the serum. But, it, yeah, it does, like, kind of look like this shit that's in glow sticks. But, again, it's cool when it's even in the darker scenes. You can still mm-hmm. see the serum um, just glowing. Um, So... They finally find this dead body in there. They put it with 15cc, um, and it's just not doing anything. Um, it's like, well, time to put 20 more cc's in there. <laughs> and he's like, no, we got to go. And at this point, it, we should mention that uh, Megan's uh, father and her have showed up and are trying to find where uh, Dan is. Yeah, Dean Halsey's in the morgue. Right. Um, so... He goes, uh, yeah, so eventually he goes to the morgue and is, like, banging on the door. Um, oh, at this point, the... Yeah, the body wakes up 
and it's fighting Herbert and Dan. Yeah, it, and they're losing because this thing is one jacked, and also all the bodies seem to be just really strong. Yeah. Um. Again, I know a bodybuilder or a professional wrestler played this one, and you can tell because he's just fucking hulking mm-hmm. at one point. Like when they're trying to restrain his arms, you can see he like legit lifts both of them up. Yeah. <laughs> like he <laughs> lifts them up. Um, and again, he's trying to bang on the door to get him out. And um, the fucking body just pushes over this metal door um, and crushes, steps on fucking <laughs> Dean and just yeah, stomps on him, is, throws the door aside, picks him up, shoves him against the wall. He's trying to stop him. He gets his finger, fingers Ooh, fucking yeah, it's, bit off. Oh. Both Lovecraft adaptations yeah. had to show people getting their thingies I'm, off. I'm scared to chew on my fingernails mm-hmm. now. Uh, 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 anyways, so uh, uh, he dies, basically. And as they're trying, Herbert goes, gets the fucking bone saw. It's like tunnels through his tunnels. body. He's Instead like, of like... I don't know, severing his brain stem or and something. And he's just so calm. He's like, Dan, move aside. <laughs> All right, Dan, help me get, help yeah. me get Halsey <laughs> up on the table. He's a, it's a fresh corpse, Dan. We're losing he's results the more boring. moments we wait. Uh, so, yeah, and they bring Halsey back to life. They pump him full of this stuff. Um, and, and he bangs his hand on the table and he wakes up uh halsey wakes up he starts choking dan he starts choking herbert and uh megan comes in megan escapes the uh the oh yeah she was she was being watched by um another doctor but right. that, they had to go somewhere so megan goes down to the morgue she sees her dad just ch- just having both of them just choking them it's like daddy and again, he has some kind of awareness. He knows who she is. Right. He he is aware of who she is and whimpers, starts whimpering in the corner. The cop shows up and is like, what the fuck? <laughs> and Herbert's like, well, you know, me me, me and uh, me and Dan here, we're just, we, we're just in here. We're just chilling five feet apart because we're not gay. So we'll get to the and, homoerotic and, <laughs> thing. And, and, Which, okay, you know, I didn't want to point out because I wanted to see directly if you thought it was homoerotic because <laughs> every time I watch this film, I'm like, that's a little gay. <laughs> uh, and, like, Dean Halsey came in here and was being really irrational. And then the cop's like, what about this? Who's that guy? And he's like, oh, Dean Halsey grabbed that body and, and, and did that to it. I don't know why. <laughs> he's just crazy, man. He's just losing it. <laughs> And the cop believes him. The cop's like, oh, I'm calling. Or Dean Halsey goes, arrest them. Um, right. And he's like, I'm calling the police. Um, yeah, and Megan's just trying to understand what the fuck is going on. Um, cut to uncomfy scene with Mr. Hit, Dr. Hill and Megan. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Halsey's in like, a, he's in a padded room now in a straight jacket. Um. Yeah, Doctor Hill's like, "Oh, you need you need someone to take care of you, Megan." Uh, it's so gross, <laughs> so creepy. Um, uh, and uh, he's about to like make a move, but then Halsey like bangs on mm-hmm. the, and he's like, "I'm gonna take care of my father, and I'm leaving now, and I'm gonna figure out what the fuck happened," and leaves, and he's like, "Oh, damn it, mm. fuck." <laughs> didn't get my dick wet <laughs> so so then he goes into the room uh with that uh yeah he he and some orderlies go into the room with halsey and that cut that scene right yeah so herbert herbert's in the basement knowing looking at a microscope and uh in walks fucking hill he's yeah. like <laughs> he's like hey herbert what's popping <laughs> um it, he's like, I, I don't have to talk to you. I already talked to the police. Like, leave me alone. He's like, interesting that we both know that he's dead. dead. Yeah. And Herbert's like, fuck. Which, how do you know he's dead? Yeah, how do you know he's dead? I, I, I'm curious about that. Like, is there... I wonder if there maybe is like... Because, again, I, he did the lobotomy on him. So yeah. I wonder if there was like a regular 
brain stuff that he could tell since he seems well acquainted with the brain. Uh, but I think you'd need to do like a brain scan. Again, he also talked about how his heart was offbeat, low key. Mm-hmm. Like he does say some things where he's like, it is interesting how is like, this is off and then this is off and then there's this. And yet Herbert again is just like, it's like, stop talking to me, bro. Um, yeah, but <laughs> Dr. Hill's like, look, I know what's up. And this is no longer your discovery. It's my discovery. And Herbert does not like that. Yeah. Takes a shovel, bashes him against the head, and then proceeds to decapitate him with the shovel. Mm. Um, which, most interesting decapitation in history, I think. <laughs> it's, it was a fun one. It was a little, a little fun one. And then Herbert has the genius idea. Well, wait, no. We have to t- talk about one of the funny bits is that <laughs> so he puts Hill's head <laughs> in a in a little like container yeah thing. He, he takes it's, the and it the falls bin. over there's a bin that Rufus was yeah. in he throws Rufus out he's just like Rufus you're done he puts <laughs> Hill's head in it keeps falling over so he takes this like check it's like what restaurants use yeah it's checks like on. yeah and sticks it in his head and plops it down. It's so funny. And it's there for the remainder of the film. If you look, like you yeah. can see like the metal still in there. So they So then he's like, Well, time to inject. He's like, the I've never head, done the whole parts. Part. He does the head and the body separately, which is another part where the science just gets a little wacky. Real shoddy. Um and then Because they they talk a lot inter, about brains. Intercut with with that scene, uh Megan and Dan break into Hill's office. Yeah. Um, uh, they, uh, Dan finds an interesting file that's just weird shit of Megan. Yeah, like, <laughs> like Hill's got um, hair. hair. Has like a newspaper and article napkins. of like when she uh, won something. So gross. Um, and, and Dan's smart enough. is like, I should probably keep this. Yeah. And, and then Megan sees her dad and Dan's like, oh. Dr. Hill gave him a lobotomy. Right. Um, so now they're like, uh, time to go find Herbert, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they leave. Dan doesn't mention the folder, really. Right. So, uh, cut to Herbert. Herbert's waiting. And, and- Dan and Megan have separated at this point. Yeah. Um, so Herbert is uh, uh, the 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 head wakes up and it's like you, you bastard. <laughs> well, he's like well at first he's like hello there, Mister Herbert. You can hear me. Well, what do you have to say, you bastard? And then you see that body come up and just bash his head in. Um, and then, you know, scene, 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 cut. Dan comes in. It's like, Herbert, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Herbert's like, my work! It's it took all my work! Um, so he's like, fuck! I gotta go to Megan! <laughs> uh, God! Uh, and then... The funniest shit happens because a lot of the funny stuff with <laughs> the second half of this film is just Hill trying to navigate the world <laughs> as just a body and a head. He goes to his old office um, and uh, there's this great scene where he's wanting to get blood from his fridge. He's got blood in his fridge. Which weird. Why do you have blood in his fridge? I guess we're supposed to just... There's ex- all, there's just weird stuff yeah. in these fridges. Uh, but there's this great like moment where he's like trying to get to the fridge and like it cuts to the head and he's like rolling his eyes. He's like, ah! <laughs> it just keeps not his body keeps knocking down stuff. Shit over. Um and his like body is like a foot taller than what he was originally. Yeah, and, and you can tell the arms are very low compared right. to where the shoulders are. Right. Um but it's it's a fun little effect. Yeah. Um it 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 just fu- it's just funny to watch. Um then he goes up to uh, uh, Dean and is like, "Oh, we have work to do." Yeah. Um. So then we go, <laughs> we cut to Dan going to Megan's house, and Dan, instead of explaining the very urgent situation that oh, 
um, Dr. Hill has been resurrected and also he's obsessed with you. He's like, he spends like five minutes. I've tried hating you, but I just, he's like, Oh, I love you so much, Megan. You know, you, you gotta get out of here, Megan. You gotta find someone good for you. You gotta get a good life going for you. And before he can explain, you know, the pertinent information of like, I'm trying to help you here. Yeah. Your, your life's in danger. danger. Fucking her dad bursts through the fucking door. Slams Dan's head against the wall. Slams Dan's head against the wall. Dan is out for the count for a little bit. Uh, Takes his daughter uh, with him uh, as she is screaming. I guess he had chloroform in his hand. I think he just chokes her out. I guess. Um, Yeah. uh, It's... It's just interesting. Yeah, it's weird. So (laughs) then we... (laughs) Dr. Hill's in the morgue lobotomizing a bunch of bodies. Yeah, lobotomizing and then bringing them to life, but we don't know that yet. Yeah. Um, In comes him with a body. Uh, And again, this is a scene that I thought was going to make you hate the film because this is kind of the scene that makes or breaks the film. I, I hate this part a hundred percent i think it's just super like super unnecessary yeah i i think and we'll get into it because again actually let's not get into it um dr hill like uses his body and his weird separate head to sexually assault megan right and it's really really gross and uncomfortable but i don't think it's supposed to be like ah you get your jollies from watching this scene. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's just it's like, very much framed as this is bad. He but sh- we already know this guy's bad. We've seen the folder. Right. No, for sure. And yeah, I find it gratuitous, but I kind of just like it because we get some great one-liners from Herbert, and I know it isn't justified at all. And maybe we could have gone without the scene. <laughs> but just Herbert, just without this one part just without that one part again he doesn't ever like thank god again she, he never gets to kiss her thank god because she has at least one hand to like push him away and shit it's uncomfy it's very uncomfy it's, it's an uncomfortable scene uh but uh, herbert who uh in a previous cut uh went and got dan is like come on we gotta go and it's like you second rate doctor <laughs> <laughs> he's just covered with these He's like, do you think anyone will believe a head? Come on, get a job and a sideshow. <laughs> um, uh, and, and he's like, yeah, I had a plan. He's like, well, I had a plan too. Yeah, and all these bodies just sit up. And all the, I love all the fucking looks for, yeah. for the cadavers. They're, they're all just unique in what they look like. Again, there's like one guy's with his guts kind of spilling out yeah. and burn victims and different different things and just really cool effects um i honestly forget sometimes the climax of this film um, and how whack it gets <laughs> yeah like her yeah because because herbert's talking to to hill and he's like oh yeah i have a plan and at this point dan's been walking in and freeing megan and then all the bodies sit up and they're like fuck we gotta go <laughs> Uh, so there, it's just this huge, weird brawl. Like all the bodies are fighting and uh, stuff. Yeah, finally Megan gets through to her. Yeah, dad to her dad, and, and is he starts fighting a bunch of them, and then picks up, <laughs> picks up Hill's head, and starts just crushing it. <laughs> just uh, and at this point, the security guard has walked back, but immediately after seeing enough, he's like, "I gotta go." And yeah. the point that breaks him is that. He's squashing his head and then just fucking Throws it lunges at it at the wall. <laughs> and that's when the cop is like, nope, never mind. I'm leaving. I've got to go. <laughs> um, Yeah, it's like this weird fight. Herbert's like, I have a theory. Like, Overdose. Instead yeah. of just leaving. Instead of just like saying, fuck it, I'm gone. Um, he's like, I'm going to inject hill's body with a bunch of the serum that makes them super strong and crazy and come back to life and not well um so he injects the body 
with a bunch of it and uh it seemingly is working because he's not being able to do anything like his body just is yeah all the all the bodies start going like crazy um but then it falls over and then like a scene from the thing yeah it's it's like large intestine comes comes out out and wraps it around hill's neck it is a very gross starts effect. pulling him in uh, yeah again it it just reminds me of the chest opening it's a scene lot in like the, the thing. thing um and uh, herbert's like like ah help me oh, like dan's trying to help him just cannot do it cannot there's like gases filling yeah because like the dead morgue. bodies have necked over like a bunch of chemicals they, they are they are tearing shit up in they're this work tearing everything they can um it, and it's just like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> and yeah, they 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 leave. Uh, Herbert's like, my findings as they're leaving, <laughs> presumed dead. But there are sequels to Reanimator, and he's in them. He shouldn't be. Yeah, he. There shouldn't be sequels. There, there are. There's this one right after this is Bride of Reanimator. I don't think he's in that one. I think that one's about Dan and. Hence the name Bride of yeah. Um, I could be wrong though. I have not seen any of the Reanimator sequels, and it's like Hellraiser where there's just like a shit ton at this point that there's no point so in much. trying to to find them all. Yeah, so Herbert's getting choked and stuff, and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna cut my losses. Dan, take my notes. notes. <laughs> uh, Dan does take the notes. Uh, they 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 make it to the elevator. Uh, he fights off this one corpse. He fucking pun- plunges yeah, he like, his finger into his eye. Yeah. Uh, and then another one starts choking Megan. Right. And he runs to the end of the hallway. He bashes open the fire axe. Cuts his, cuts the hand off. Uh, gets it off Megan finally. And Megan's dead. Yeah, Megan Megan got choked to death. Um, and he, he brings her body down to the first floor. They rush her to the... T- uh, the table where they can operate on her and they're her. they're trying and it's it's mirroring the opening scene right. well the dan's opening scene um with trying to resuscitate the woman and it, it's just not working and dan gives up faster doctor's like no she's dead and everyone leaves the room and then pulls out the serum and he pulls out he gets a, a lot yeah of the serum like and just and says I love you and then sticks her and cut to black and then yeah. screams. Yeah. And that's and that's Reanimator. That's Reanimator. A film I again it just has such a personality to it. Yeah, I agree. Like if I think if this movie didn't have such a personality, I think I honestly would hate it. Mm-hmm. Like it it's it's one of those weird films for me that I feel like it teeters on of me either loving it or just absolutely fucking hating it um and and i just i i i have to love this film for it's just again weird fun personality it it is a really fun i i'm reluctant to even call it a horror movie it's weirdly more of like a drama black comedy yeah black comedy i think is a great descriptor for it because again there's just moments where you just have to laugh and it's like yeah that's just weirdly funny (laughs) yeah it's like (laughs) it's like if the thing had a baby with like pushing daisies i would i would say if 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 uh dawn of the dead leaned just a little more into its funny moments i'll tell you what it's like and i think it is a lot like santa clara diet which you've not seen which i have not seen but I think Santa Clara to Diet takes a decent amount of inspiration from this because I, their energies are similar, mm-hmm. um, but they still have these sort of like, and they're both playing with undead um, sort of mythos and stuff. I, I think they're really fun um, and really similar. And I wouldn't be surprised if the creators of Santa Clara to Diet took some inspiration from this film. Um, if you haven't seen Santa Clara to Diet, watch Santa Clara to Diet. It yeah, deserves I a fourth too. season. Oh, is it not getting one? It will never get a fourth season. Probably. I hope it does. It's so good. What happened? 
does it just lose funding or something? Or uh, I, yeah, I think it just got canceled. The third season was really good. Got That's it. The thing. Damn. Maybe it'll get a little little revive, a little little push to the fourth season. Um, was it going to end on the fourth season too? Is that what sucks about it? Maybe. If they get one, maybe they should just end it there so they can have a satisfactory ending. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I need to watch it. I probably will. Um. Yeah, I, I I cannot suggest this film enough unless you are adverse to graphic. Yeah, it's violence. Very, yeah, a lot of gore and a um, lot of body horror. If you're also if you can't watch um, sexual harassment scenes, completely understand that yep. too. Yeah, this movie is not for you. Do not watch it. Um, if if that uh, will uh, get you sad or yeah, just don't. Yeah, yeah it'll it'll trigger you now. Of course. And some people might be embarrassed to to look at them, but I will say, and we haven't talked about this before, and I think we should talk about it more because we talk about horror movies, and horror movies often contain triggering content. But this is probably the most. This is the one that one. yeah. This is the one where I felt like I probably you probably like the Parents Guide of IMDb is a very good place to look because yes. it'll often contain. Especially for scenes of like sexual harassment, it will contain like timestamps. Right. Um, so you could skip over this theoretically. Yeah. Um, that 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 little part. Um, like we said, it doesn't really add to anything either. So like, though, if you if you're someone who's averse to like body horror, th- this might just not be the movie yeah, for you. Just don't watch it. Um, it's it's only it's like the one body horror movie that I just think is funny like it is like there's points during the thing where it's like that's funny but it's not like all right this is like jokes every like five minutes i feel like with reanimator there's like a joke every five minutes Mm -hmm. with a thing it's like it keeps the comedic tone throughout the film right um uh, again uh, the guy who plays herbert um we just said his name um he again is just very witty and funny jeffrey combs jeffrey combs there it is um He's not in much movies other than these, like the Reanimator sequels and yeah. From Beyond. I think he's big on television, though. Like he has a lot of television roles. Um, huh? Yeah, he's in Star Trek. Yeah, that's what I thought. He I, played a lot of aliens in Star yeah, Trek. Yeah, he's known for his like kind of character, like being in lots of makeup. And the last what. If you can see, when was the last Reanimator film? I think it was in the two thousands. Um, but uh, there's Beyond Reanimator. In what year? Uh, two thousand three. Damn. Yeah. Um. Go, go. So. So go check this movie out. Maybe one day we'll review one of the terrible sequels. Um. Maybe. Um. It, it'll it'll be interesting because uh, again I have zero understanding of what the sequels are um i i just i don't know what more you could do with this story than what was already put forth in this film um and again it is especially like frustrating that it seems that like uh herbert dies at the end of this one yeah i'm wondering if that's like a constant theme like each movie has like maybe a death scene for him and he just (laughs) keeps coming back um but yeah i i haven't seen and i've and i've not seen from beyond either hmm. um we can watch that sometime maybe i need it i need a break yeah well, let's take a lovecraft break would you recommend this film i yes i would recommend this film i think it's it's really fun to watch and it'll scare you i don't think you'll experience horror right like I'm sure maybe for us and again me watching it like I just we're extremely desensitized we have a horror movie podcast not saying we are um weirdos and I finally met one in person the other day who um genuinely laughs at horror films like not when it's supposed to be funny though oh like they laugh at like bad things happening yeah and it's like you're not edgy shut the fuck up that's fun (laughs) um yeah I we're we're just I mean, pers- this movie would probably scare people. Right. Again, the reason I'm desensitized again is because I just love looking up effects and stuff. 
Um, because personally, I used to be scared of all that shit. And for me to get over said things was for me to look how they did all of it. And at this point, I'm just... <laughs> yeah. It's like, ah, I know how they do that. Kind of know how they do that. <laughs> like, the the one time recently that I was watching a movie and it genuinely got to me was Green Room with this one effect. Um, <laughs> I just kind of... Yeah, I definitely recommend this film. I assume you would because you highly recommend recommended um, it to me and to our listeners. Uh, yeah, uh, go watch it. It's just fun. It's just so much fun. I imagine if you had friends over and a couple of cokes, uh, soda, some soda, just soda. We can we no. can talk about alcohol. No, right? we, we can't. God's gonna punish us. If you, ha- if you have a couple of um, <laughs> if, you have a, if you burn some incense, <laughs> burn some incense. Appreciate appreciate some music right before you. <laughs> right, appreciate some music. Watch this movie. Um, it'll be really. It'll be a fun. That'd be a fun watch. Uh, yeah, a little smoky room action. Um, <laughs> cleanse those spirits with that sage. Yeah. Um, but so next time. We're talking about the foreign language film, um, The Orphanage. Directed by Guillermo del Toro. It's not directed. It's produced. Produced <laughs> by Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> he is involved. He just did not um, direct. It's AJ something, I think, is the director of The Orphanage. Um, uh, J.A. Bayona. Yeah. Um, cool guy. He's directed some other things, I think. We love. We love Guillermo del Toro, and everyone should. And you should. And if you want to cry, all I have to say Just think about how his Hobbit would have been. No, just watch the interview of him talking about how his Hobbit would have been. And how sad he sounds that his fucking vision got taken over by hack Peter Jackson. (laughs) Who doesn't have any more uh, creative bone in his hack body. Because after, uh, hey, if you didn't know the shit show that was what happened after the Lord of the Rings of Peter Jackson in the studio, Awuga, look it up. We can't really talk about the Lord of the Rings on this podcast. Which saddens which, me. Which saddens me, but I want to talk about the, I'll just say, if you're, I don't care how good or cool or fulfilling your movie is, if your production of a film just ruins like one union like performance unions in a country and also the drama behind that fucking film is so weird like of all the things that it did and like there's there's a huge negative impact on like maori culture and sadly we cannot cover this but we can lead you to someone who did if you want to watch an extensive overview of what happened behind the scenes of the fucking Hobbit films, watch Lindsay Ellis. Are we sponsoring Lindsay Ellis? Yes, I sponsor. I would. I'm shouting out Lindsay. But Lindsay's not paying us. Uh, we're all here for each other on this grand thing called the internet. Go watch Lindsay Ellis's three-part video. The next Omegaverse video Lindsay Ellis makes, she better mention us, please. Because we know there's going to be another one. This shit show isn't over. She's going to get brought to court. (laughs) Yeah, again, by fucking... I rewatched that yesterday. The the second one. Because it's just so absurd that there was a second one to the Omegaverse video. Um, God, I hope accidentally one day for this podcast we accidentally watch an Omegaverse. (laughs) I will die. So you'll die with this and if we have to review the... uh, and if we have to review the eight-hour it master cut, I think it's gonna happen. I think it's gonna be put on HBO. I can't continue. I think it's gonna be like. So I didn't realize this that Snyder's cut is gonna be four hours long, and that they're basically releasing it as a TV show because it's that long. So is apparently what they're going to do with who <laughs> in watch. their right mind wants to watch. Four hours of Zack Snyder content. Um, white, sad old men. I th- 
I think you're forgetting the other part of his demographic, which is white, sad, young men. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot there's... If you're a Zack Snyder fan, uh, not sorry for bullying you. Get better taste. Get better taste. Especially if you're a Zack Snyder fan and watch this horror movie. And I know goddamn well you like his remake of Dawn of the Dead. Fuck off! Watch the Romero classic, even though it's hard as shit to find. (laughs) Do yourself a favor. Have some taste. That's all from me, folks. Um, I'm Mason. And I'm Daniel. Don't watch Zack Snyder. And you're listening to Fright Fright FM. FM. Ah!